This is the I Am Fortress podcast, episode 7, Breaking Point. Before we get started the episode, I will go ahead and say this is an uncut, unedited episode. That's why you will hear the road noise as I am driving right now. So once I'm once I'm done with this episode, I'm going to just go straight to publishing it after putting in the description and the title for it, and that's it. As far as, you know, sniffles or sneezes, coughs, and all that stuff, I'm sorry, or any gaffes that I do during the episode, I do apologize beforehand. So, the breaking point. We're gonna gonna kind of go over in this episode why the breaking point's a good thing, what it is, and where it can take you. So what is the breaking point? The breaking point is when you decide enough is enough. It's time to change. So this episode will go right along with the day that changed everything. As an episode, that was a really good one. I personally feel like it's something that we all hit some point in our lives, but before the day that changed everything can be a, a thing, the breaking point has to exist. Where does the breaking point lie? It lies in some of the harshest situations you've been through in your life, but good things come out of it. And for me, let's just talk about me for a minute. My breaking point is thinking about on the day I take my final breath and I look back over my life will I be content? Will I be happy with what I became, what I did? What I found when I thought about that was, in order to be content in the end, you cannot be content today, right now. In in the now, you cannot be content. You have to fight. Even when things are looking good, you've got to keep fighting. You've got to keep pushing. got to keep striving to be the best that you can be.
way to do that is to keep breaking, keep realizing where your failures are. Because the truth is, everyone fails and everyone breaks. But here's the thing. If something's going to be rebuilt into something better, it's got to be broken. In all honesty, if you're a person that is not content, then guess what? You're going to be someone that's realizing they're breaking every day. You have got to break yourself. You've got to think about what's at stake here. Think about it. Your legacy. What you leave. When you take your final breath, will you be happy with what you became, with what you did, with how you treated people, with how you treated your family, with how you treated yourself? Did you treat yourself with dignity and respect? And did you treat others with dignity and respect? Or did you show hatred? Or did you show the hurt inside to everyone and cause harm and pain? guilt, shame on others. What did you do with your life? I heard something today. It was really good. It's a motivation podcast. and the, the, the speaker said, imagine you're on your deathbed and standing all around you are your talents. And they're all angry at you. They're all angry at you. Why? Because you never used them. Because you never showed them to the world. You never let them live. And so, they tell you, you never let us live. And now, we're going to die with you. Never to be seen by the world. Never to be shared with. To nations. To people that needed to see. To hear. Are you going to be silent? Are you going to bless this world. With the gift that God has given you. That God has blessed you with. Are you going to give him everything? Or are you going to be like the servant that buried his talent? Are you going to just give up on yourself? not support yourself and support what God has blessed you with and be the man or woman that God made you to be you see when I was born I was dedicated to God and his service the word dedicate means 
set aside for a specific purpose. So when I was just a little baby, I was set aside for a purpose. Not for my own gain, for my own selfish ways, not for my own lusts. But I was made to fulfill the plan of God. I was made to be strong. I was made to be a fortress. And in this podcast, it's not just you that's being ministered to. I'm preaching to myself here. I'm teaching myself how to be a fortress by researching or praying before, after, and during making these episodes. And I just, with this episode, I just, I don't want to live content. I want to die content. I want to live unsatisfied. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, you're in the gym. You're lifting those weights. You're pushing that iron. You know you can do one more rep. Or maybe you don't know if you can do one more rep. Maybe you're kind of wondering if this rep you're on right here should be the last one. You might tear something. You might mess something up. There's a risk. But when you get done pushing that iron, your arms are burning. When the burning stops, you're just like, I know I had a little bit left in me. I know I did. And then you regret not pushing as hard as you could. The gym... Friendship, marriage, relationships, like, you know, a dating relationship or marriage, and the army, or military as a whole, are some of the greatest analogies. Oh, and also automobiles. Automobiles are another great analogy to the spirit realm. And I'm using the gym as an example because the gym is another one of my favorite pastimes. I enjoy... Going to the gym. Not because it's easy. And not even necessarily because it's fun. But I find pleasure in breaking and becoming something better. So I'm thankful for the times when I break. I am thankful 
for the times when I fail. I am thankful for the times when I fall because that gives me a chance to prove to myself and to Satan, to God, to the world, and everything else in between that I can push out of the failure, out of the mistake, and go into being something so much better. I mean, even personally, you know, I feel like while I was in the gym yesterday, I did good. It was a great workout. I got out and I felt like, you know, that was a productive workout. That was a really good workout. But it wasn't enough. I, I felt like I didn't give it everything. I feel like a good workout is one where, for instance, with the arms, you're getting to that rep where you you literally can't pick up the weight anymore. When you can no longer push that weight, that is when the workout is good. And some people will probably expect me to say, done. That is when the workout is done, but that's not true. Because if you give yourself a break, give yourself a couple minutes, you done worked out your arms, go try another exercise or go run. Come back to that bench and get some. Try another few sets. Just see what you can do. I'm a believer in high weight, lower volume workouts. What I mean by that is I would much rather pick up a bunch of weight and push myself to breaking point in a given number of sets than do a lower weight and then do a whole bunch of sets. Maybe do two or three times more sets than I would with heavier weight. And the reason why is because I can really feel that muscle failure point. I can really tell when my body is saying it's done. I can tell when I've reached a threshold of completion for that amount of sets that I do with those weights. And even then, sometimes if I'm uh, adventurous, I'll try to push even further beyond breaking point and keep going with that one set without even giving myself a break. Sometimes I don't. And it's understandable. Not the smartest thing to do. But here's the thing. You hit that breaking point, 
and I'm and I'm I'm no gym specialist. I don't know much about the gym. I, I'm just starting it out myself, but I've just found I'm passionate about it. I love it. One thing I've noticed though, and one thing I was trained to do by my trainer was muscle failure is good. So breaking is good because that means that those muscles have been torn. That's the beginning because they've, they've reached their limits. They can't do anymore or so your brain thinks and it's meant to make you think that way. But if you keep pushing beyond the breaking point, that's where the growth begins. Or, shall I say, expedited growth. Because, yeah, you lift weights and you get to the point of muscle failure, you've kind of done your job. Your muscles are going to grow. They're, gonna, they're, gonna, they're still being built. They're being broken still. And they're being exercised. So that's a good thing. But when you go beyond that breaking point, if you go ask any of these really muscular, hulking men and women out there, and you ask them where they go with their workouts, and I'm fairly sure they'll probably tell you, they go to the max. They go as far as they can till their muscles just can't lift anymore. You go beyond the point when your arms are shaking. Your arms are shaking. It's just like, I can't, I can't lift this. Just, just one more rep. One more. And that, that one, when you come back down, one more. And you come back down and then you, one more. And you just keep pushing. It's not easy. But the breaking point is where it's at. And I use all that to tie it right in with, in the spirit realm, the breaking point is the point when your mind, your heart, and your soul are all in, in unity. It's almost like a once-in-a-lifetime event, but it happens quite often, if you're really honest with yourself. Where mind, heart, and soul realize that there's a problem and realizes it needs to be fixed. And then decides no matter what, we're going to take care of this together. All of them in unison. So, are you reaching your breaking point? Are you feeling like you're broken? Are you feeling like your life's over? Good. It's okay. Everything's alright. Because guess what? That just means that it's another chance while you're at the bottom to look at it this way. The only way from here is up. You can't get any lower. The breaking point is the breaking point. That's when it's done. When you break a glass, that's it. Until you glue it back together. The glass isn't usable while it's broken. 
You can't go down anymore when you've hit rock bottom. One of my favorite mentors that I had during my high school career was Stan Dodson. One of the things he literally preached in class was to embrace the process. And there was many times when class would actually become an emotional roller coaster ride because he would use real life stuff, real life examples to talk about why our art should be accepted in whatever state it's in. The most beautiful pictures don't just happen overnight. The greatest of artists doubt themselves while they're painting or while they're drawing, while they're sketching, whatever. You start drawing something, oh, well, that's not right. I'm going to erase that and try another angle. But you keep working with that piece. You don't grab another piece of paper. That's one thing he, he had to almost beat into me. I would make a mistake with my artwork. And I would just hate it. And so I would just throw the paper away. Come to the next one. Because I was just so bent on my art being perfect. When I drew these cars, I wanted to make them look just right. And if I messed up, there was just no, there was no recovery from that. I had to just destroy it and start over. I mean, and not only was it a waste of paper, but he was telling me the moral behind all of this. He would, he would literally go to the trash can and grab the paper out of the trash. What are you doing, Lester? Why would you throw this good piece away? And I would say, well, it doesn't live up to my standard or something like that. And then he would easily respond with, what are you talking about? Not everyone knows cars like you do or how these angles are supposed to look or how this is supposed to look, how that's supposed to look. It doesn't have to be perfect. It can be a thematic element. It doesn't have to be point blank perfect. And he taught me something. It took a while, but I finally got it. And eventually, I began to personify my artwork. If I made a mistake, I would use it as a driving point to finish the artwork. I would finish the piece. And it wouldn't look point to point perfect. Like, if I drew a car, it wouldn't look exactly like the real deal. But that was the point. That's the truth about artwork. The thing about artwork is some of the most beautiful pictures don't just use black and white to make shade and light. Some of the most beautiful pictures use dark purples, dark blues, and don't even use black and white. They use yellows, purples, blues, greens, reds to make those colors that trick the eye into thinking that it's so alive when all it is 
is a piece of paper. So think about that. Don't just throw it all away when you make a mistake. Run off of it. Own it. Live it. You see that mistake and you realize you made a mistake. Move forward. Don't just throw it away because you may end up finding yourself going through it all over again. Deal with your mistake. Live with it. Realize you made a mistake. Realize that it's not the perfect way you wanted it to be and how you, how you expected it to end up. But then take it and push it towards a trajectory of success. Use it for the positive. The breaking point is not final. The breaking point is only the beginning. But you've got to let it be. If you fight it for everything you're worth, it'll never be good enough. The artwork will just be an incompleted piece in the trash that could have been greatness. Pick up your life. Pick up your artwork. Pick up those weights. Pick up that Bible. Pick up what you have lost. What Satan has stolen from you. It's time to take back what is rightfully yours. It's time to be real with yourself. Realize, yes, I have failed. Yes, I have made mistakes. But I know the truth. I know where I belong. And it's with Jesus. I know where my help comes from. I know where my hope lies. It's not in the things of this world. It's only in Him. And you have to realize that you will never be satisfied. You never can be satisfied. Until that day you meet Him face to face. In your spiritual life. You have to push. Just like those millionaires push. The next dollar is not enough. I got to make another one. That's a mindset that we should all have in every aspect of our lives if we did that. I didn't show enough love today. Tomorrow I'm going to show more love. I didn't show enough joy today. I want to show more joy. I didn't talk about the Lord enough today. I'm going to talk about Him more tomorrow. I didn't read my Bible or pray enough today. Tomorrow I'm going to do more. It's the same thing as saying, well, today at work wasn't very productive. Tomorrow I'm going to be more productive. And if you keep going with that mindset and you keep becoming better because that's what this life's all about. It's not about being content. It's about pushing. It's about breaking. It's about suffering but when you realize that and you transform your outlook on failure your outlook on breaking points which I hope that this episode assists you in changing your idea of what you are when you fail when you break
It is no excuse and there is no excuse for continuing in failure. But I want you to know that everyone's been there. I've been there. And I think we all have. Again. Again, we, 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 we all have been there at one point in our lives, at least. At some point in our lives, we've all been at a point where we kept on failing at the same thing. We kept on messing up. But guess what? There will come a day, a reckoning, a breaking point. And it's at that point when you'll finally get it right. But you'll have to keep pushing. Failure Unless you're dead, it's only psychological. Because if you're alive, that failure doesn't have to be failure for eternity. It can be something different. As long as you don't give up on that piece of art that you're working on. It can evolve into something great. But if you give up on it, for eternity, it will be what you left it as. Those weights. If you just lift enough to say, I lifted. If you just ran enough to say, I ran. But you don't push, you won't grow. To push beyond the breaking point. You're broken. You're shattered. You're in pieces on the floor. Whatever. Tell God how you feel. Tell God you're broken. Ask Him to help you. Ask Him to build you back up. It is all in His time and in His goodwill that we become what he wants us to be and it may take suffering for us to get there but the point of lost battles failure breaking points and all those negatives is to teach us how beautiful victory is how beautiful the good things are because for every human there's a shadow for every good thing there's an evil thing for every day there's night and as sure enough as tomorrow the sun's going to come up I can't stop the night from coming So sure as whatever in your life can be, <laughs> another sure thing is that you're going to fail and you're going to break. But how are you going to react to it? What are you going to do about it? Are you going to just wallow in despair and failure? 
Or are you going to take that breaking point and use it? Use it as a launching pad to launch you into a brighter future, a better you. With that, I figure this is a good time to end this episode. I hope this episode inspires you, motivates you, and helps you to realize breaking is good. It's normal. It's human. It's human. That's okay. Having thoughts about failure or, or being afraid of your own mind or afraid of your own self. It's its its okay. It's normal. It's, it's human. Being afraid of what you don't understand. It's okay. It's human. Being broken. It's okay. You are human. We, together, are fortresses. We're still human. We're not perfect. These fortresses, they have their cracks. They have their spider webs. They have their dents. Dings, the dirty floors. These fortresses are worn, but they're still standing. Thank you for listening. God bless. I'm out. So, this is a little bonus to episode 7 um, I do want to thank you for bearing with me if you actually went through the whole episode I do want to clarify the little pauses in the episode um, while the episode was not edited after recording during the recording process if I had to sneeze or if I had a huge cough or something I would actually pause the recording so if anyone's wondering what the pauses were that's what that was, and when I said uncut, unedited, I meant after the recording process. I wasn't going to trim anything. I wasn't going to take anything off that I said. That's what uncut meant. Um, I'm all about clarification, all about um, clear communication, so I just wanted to make sure everything was clear with that. And um, another thing, I just want to say God bless you, and uh, I thank you for listening to the podcast. Please tell your friends about this podcast tell your family about the podcast and please if you haven't watched all the episodes go and check them out um i this podcast doesn't exactly have a necessarily huge audience yet um i 
I have a small average of audience members currently, but I know it will grow in God's timing. Um, and I thank you for stopping by just to uh, grow with me. So thank you again for listening. And I hope that episode wasn't too hard to listen to, being that, you know, my uh, allergies have been bothering me real bad. So, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, so, yeah. That's that. With that being said, I just wanted to do this little bonus piece right here. Um, just to do some clarifications and uh, make sure everything was straight. And, and give a party message. Until next time. So thanks again for listening. And. You'll hear me. Next episode. This is. The I Am Fortress podcast. Episode 8. Perception. The ability to see, hear, or become aware of something through the senses. The state of being or process of becoming aware of something through the senses. Discernment or appreciation. A way of regarding understanding or interpreting something a mental impression what is your perception of God First Corinthians 2 and 9 says, But as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. I guess I could say that the goal of this episode is... To inspire change. To change your perception, if I may, about life, about God, about the things you go through, and the things you come out of. And I'll use myself as an example. For the last year, since last September, I've been going through a uphill battle against myself. I got so low, I was afraid 
to talk to God about things. I had come to a point where my fear became bigger than God. I had gotten so low, I was afraid that my thoughts were an eternal sentence of damnation. But what I didn't realize was there is a lot more to God than meets the eye. And God is a lot more simple than we make him out to be. And scriptures like Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and the future. Does that sound like a God that hates you or that every thought that you have that is kind of fearful or something where you think about a little bit of doubt or, or you got something in your head that you can't get, your, get, you can't get rid of? Do you think God, this God that's described in these last two scriptures I've read, just wants to beat you with a giant stick because you thought about the wrong thing or you made some promises you couldn't keep or made some irrational promises that you realized down the road were wrong, that because they're wrong, you can no longer run with them? Do you think that your sin, your shame, your regrets are bigger than God? Do you think your thoughts are bigger than God? Well, that's what this podcast is about today. I'm talking about changing your perception. Because I did. And here's how I did. One day, just in the last couple weeks... After a year of battling these things, for the last couple months, I've been doing pretty good. My thoughts don't scare me anymore, and things have been going generally very well. But then something made that part of me that I didn't like tick. It made it go off. And it reminded me of that fateful day in September of 2019 where I had my big panic attack that began this uphill battle. It reminded me of where I don't want to go again. So it was a couple of days after that that I had been through work, and I was like, man, you know what? I just want to talk to God today. So I ate my protein bar, got in the truck, went to go buy a salad, and then I began to pray after eating that salad. I began to pray and just talk to God. It's like, God, I just want to talk to you. I don't want to pray to you. I don't want to 
you know, talk to God, the creator of the universe, God, the mighty warrior that he is. I want to talk to you as my friend, as my father. I want to talk to the side of you that just wants to listen. Because let me tell you, God wears a lot of outfits. He wears a lot of crowns. He wears a lot of suits. And he wears a lot of name tags. King. Father. Friend. And many more titles are out there that describe who God is. And at that moment in my life, I wanted to talk to my best friend. So I did. During that conversation, I pretty much told God, there's a part of me that believes that all of the stuff that I put myself through was for nothing. That it was all just a lie my mind created. But there was another side of me that really did realize that I was genuinely afraid of my own thought processes. Because I, I wanted to be perfect, but I couldn't be. I had to realize I was imperfect. And during that conversation with God, just talking to him, like a friend talks to a friend, I began to realize that this God that I talk to, that I have faith in, wants to hear in my every little whim, my every intent, my ever desire, my every, my, He wants, he wants every part of us. And he wants to know about your day. Yeah, yeah, he was there the whole time. But to hear you talk about it, to have that time with you, he'd give anything for that. I made a podcast just a little bit ago. It, it may have been the last one. It may have been the one before that. I can't remember. But I remember saying, God is practically just tapping on your shoulder. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, when are you going to talk to me? Hey, I want to talk to you. I love you. Hey, you busy? I want to talk to you. And we just go through our daily routine and and we don't we don't tell God how good or, or how rough our day was. Because God cares about those little things that to us we're thinking, oh, well, God doesn't care about those things. God doesn't care about, you know, my engine is skipping in my car. God does care about that. God God doesn't care about my turtle. He needs food. Yes, he cares that your turtle needs food. God cares about the light bill getting paid. And God cares about you having a job and a house. It goes from the small things to the big things and everything in between. He cares that you feel like you're overloaded and you're stressed out and you need a vacation. He cares about all those things. And it was at that moment that I realized that this God that I've been talking to all of my life 
The same God that was there when I should have died coming out of my mother's womb. The same God that was there when I could have died in a motorcycle accident. The same God that was there when I had H. pylori and could have possibly died from that or or uh, experienced irreparable damage to my intestines or to any in, internal part of my body. The same God that protected me through many storms and for some reason I thought he didn't care enough to listen to me. But it was after that moment of just talking to him that a peace overwhelmed me and it hasn't left since. And each time I pray, it just gets a little bit stronger. So I want to tell you that perception is everything. Because when I realized how much this God that I've been talking to all of my life cares about me, it made me truly realize how much I was worth to him. I mean, he died for goodness sake. He died on a cross for all of us. And we feel like he doesn't care about our day. We feel like he doesn't care about what's going on in our heads and, and how we're not really at peace with ourselves. Or worried that we're offending him by, by things that are going on inside of us. But he knows your intent. He knows your heart. And he loves you. And he loves every part of you. So don't let the thoughts bring fear. Don't give in to the war within. Don't let anxiety and depression bring you down. And if it do, But if it does, then just remember who you can call on. But I'll tell you this. Anxiety and depression is not something easy to get out of. Never has been, never will be. But if we try to handle it alone, if we try to handle it alone, it'll go nowhere. The battle will just keep cycling and get deadlier every time. It'll keep going over and over over never ending battle one of the biggest techniques I've heard about overcoming obstacles in life is to detach from the situation it's hard to detach while you're in the moment but while I was in that moment of fear, I talked to, to God. And I detached because I gave it all to him. I told him it's his. It's not mine anymore. I'm not dealing with it. And I had faith that he took it. And when that happens, the fear, the anxiety, the depression, it has no place. Because while it can possibly even still be there, it doesn't have a hold on you. It doesn't keep you from living your daily life. I mean, yeah, we all have crazy thoughts. But you don't have to be afraid of them. So like in my situation, yeah, those, those thoughts may come and go anytime they want. 
But what I was once afraid of, I can now use to remember what God took me out of. It doesn't have to be thoughts of fear. It can be thoughts of, man, hey, yeah, I remember that. I remember when God delivered me from that. That's good. I'm, I'm glad I remember that today. That was a lot of junk I went through. That was a hard battle. Felt like a whole war. But it's done. And now it's a testimony. But the truth is, you can't have a testimony without a test. You can't have a miracle without some brokenness. can't have a healing if nothing's wrong. And God has to show himself, show how much he cares, so he lets those things happen. He lets life happen. Because a lot of people wonder, well, I'm a Christian, so why do I have to suffer in life? Shouldn't God just care for my every whim? Yes, while he does actually care about those things, and every little thing that goes on in your life. If he was to do that. It would be like. Giving everything away to us. And we wouldn't appreciate it. We would begin to appreciate. Things from God. Less and less and less. And to the point where we just figure that we can do all this stuff on our own. And just leave God. And, and good things in life behind. And take on sin. That is where that uphill battle begins, flourishes, and gets to a point where it gets out of hand. So, we can't let that happen. We have to put God in our in our mind we have to visualize the problem in comparison to God and perceive that the problem is in fact nowhere close to the depth the size magnitude, the greatness of God. And then it all fades away. And I'm not saying that life is going to be easy. I'm just saying that if we give things to God and we perceive Him to be the God that He says He is, 
if we have faith in him because fear is the opposite of faith. Fear is the opposite of faith. And we cannot let it control us. Because all it is, is the genome of faith distorted, turned around. Made to fight its own self. Fear tears things down. But faith builds things up. So have faith in the Lord and perceive Him to be the God that He says He is. Now, I want to talk about... um, The podcast email. If you so desire to contact me, you can contact me through this email. I am fortress27 at gmail.com. Again, that's I am fortress27 at gmail.com. Submit your questions, your prayer requests, your thoughts on episodes and whatsoever you desire, your testimonies, anything that you're thinking about. And possibly even get a chance to be on the podcast. I'm looking for guests to join so if you want to join the podcast hit me up again that email is iamfortress27 at gmail.com no spaces no all caps none of that stuff it's as simple as I could make it so it could be easily remembered Easily used, easily found. So, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Um, I hope that as we get more listeners, that we'll eventually be able to do prayer requests over the email, um, that we will be able to do um, Q&As, live Q&As, um, maybe even Zoom calls that are recorded on the podcast, or just regular phone calls, whatever, it's going to be great, this is going to grow, it's going to be used of God, it's going to be mighty, it's going to be wonderful, because God can do anything, so when there's God in it, and when the intent is right, God can use things for His kingdom and for His glory. So again, prayer requests, 
questions. Discussion topics. Whatever you can think of that you would like to talk to me about. If you want to talk to me, Lester Martin Jr., the host of the I Am Fortress podcast, email me at Fortress 27 at gmail.com. Submit your thoughts because I can't wait to hear from you. Because basically, whenever this starts getting out there and more emails start coming in, people start talking to me more about the podcast and different things like that, they start asking questions, They will there will be another segment of the episode, of each episode added on. So basically, there will be the part where I talk about whatever God's led me to talk about or a topic that someone's asked me to talk about. And then it will go from there to... Possibly a live Zoom call for Q&A or just questions being answered that I got over email or prayer requests being prayed for. Um, another thing, if you submit a prayer request, please specify if you want your name to be mentioned or not. I would prefer just for, you know, um, people's privacy. I would just rather not use your name whatsoever, so, you know, scratch that, I won't use your name unless you so request it, so by default, your name will not be used in a prayer request or in a question, it'll just be this person's asking, or this person's prayer request is, unless you ask me to put your name in the podcast. If you'd like to be mentioned, or if you want a shout out, if you have a great Christian based YouTube channel, or podcast, or I don't know, TV show, or if you write a Christian book or something, you want it to be advertised here, that's cool. I'm down. Speaking of advertisements, let's have a little commercial break. All right. So now I'm back. So again, if you if you want advertisement or if you, or whatever you could possibly so desire to, um, as long as it is good and true and beautiful and godly, then I want to support it. I want to bring it on this podcast. I want this podcast to be a platform that God can use to elevate. Um, good things and positivity because again like I said in this podcast today perception is what it's all about if we perceive things to be positive then the outlook on those things will begin to become positive it's like the things that I've been through if I just look at them through an, a perception of positivity all I can see is potential for greatness all I can see is potential for a second chance and uh, a stepping stone to move forward. So again, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I um, pray that God blesses you, multiplies you and and uh, strengthens you and 
just overall that wonderful things happen to you and that this podcast blesses you and strengthens you as well and that you find encouragement listening to the I Am Fortress podcast. And with that, I say God bless you and I'm out.